Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, as we get ready to go to the Combine, I just wanted to talk with you about players who really need to blow th- to have a, a blow-up type Combine oh, okay. to help their cause this year. And guys who, on the other side of this, we think might take a little bit of a hit at the Combine. Okay. Probably not as many. We don't know as much about those those guys here. But I'm looking at the some combine stuff here. And, you know, so Alabama has the most guys in this at this year's combine with 13. Georgia has 12. Florida, 9. LSU, 9. Michigan, 9. TCU, 9. Then you get the Clemson and Ohio State with 8. Maryland, Oklahoma, Penn State, and Tennessee all have 7. Do we notice a, tr- a trend there? Alabama, Georgia, LSU, uh, Tennessee. It's a heavy, heavy, once again, a heavy SEC. Oh, yeah, yeah, without question. 83 uh, SEC players. Wow. At this year's one. combine. 63 from the Big Ten, 40 from the ACC, 39 from the Big 12, 31 from the Pac-12, 16 from the American Conference, 12 from the Sun Belt, 9 independents, Seven from the Mountain West, four from Conference USA, four from the MAC. So twenty more than any other conference. Twenty yeah. more than any other conference. And the Big Ten kind of is impressive too. I mean, they're twenty-three more than the ACC. Right, and then everybody else kind of those next three conferences are all grouped there. Yeah, but uh, you know, there are three hundred nineteen players going to the combine, and. 83 of them are from one conference. A quarter of the players there played in the SEC. Yeah. Well, I think it's a a big advantage to draft those guys. I mean, just because they're level competition, we can, there's better tape to watch. It's easier yeah. to gather data from those guys. True. Um, 25 combined players from Alabama and Georgia stands wow. out to me. 25 of the uh, – so – they're from those two schools, they've got more than all but five conferences. Wow. Conferences. See, I don't know what's funny about college. I don't watch college every Saturday. I mean, I, I pay as much attention as I can. But don't you feel like if I would give you Georgia and Bama to win the national title the next five years, and I get every other school on the planet, <laughs> I'd rather have Bama and Georgia. You're probably going to win at least a couple of those. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I bet I win three of the five. You you're, know, you're, and you're probably going to be in the running. Like when the national the championship game is played, there's a good chance you're going to have a chance to win those. <laughs> yeah, and they might play against each other twice. They, they, well, they probably can't do that because they play in the same conference. <laughs> well, they both could go. But to it the, could it could happen. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, could happen. I just feel like they're so far advanced with everyone else. With Oh, this is a down. Everyone's talking about, oh, this is a down year for Alabama. They might have, they're going to have two picks in the top. 13 dudes (laughs) going to the combine. (laughs) Right, right, right. That to me, so looking at that brings me to the quarterback. Mm -hmm. So everybody's saying he's a slam dunk. He's the number one pick. uh, You know, he's got to be the guy. Yeah, yeah. They got 13 guys going to the combine. I realize he got hurt this year a little bit and didn't play. Mm hmm. But you got 13 guys going to the combine. I expect that you probably should have made the national championship game. Yeah. With the, with the number one overall pick at quarterback. 
I have real reservations about Young and Stroud for those reasons. I mean, isolating them, I, I'm i not super impressed with the quarterback class overall. But, like, I always go back to this. Like, my 15 or 16-year-old, for whatever reason, is a huge Ohio State fan. I don't know how that happened, whatever. He has been since he's five or knew what football was. And I remember when Justin Fields got drafted, he's like, Dad, has Ohio State ever had a good NFL quarterback? Yeah. Um, no, they haven't. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. Emma has, but still, there's a lot of McCarrens and is two of a good? I don't know. You know, like, back to the SEC point, at least the Bama quarterbacks have elite edge rushers and corners playing against them, you know, where I know Michigan's good and Wisconsin and Penn State, and I'm not making fun of this area of the country, but Ohio, I mean, look at Stroud. Stroud threw to Alave and Wilson with Smith and Jigba being better than those two last year. And then this year, Marvin Harrison's kid, and I guess then the other dude whose name I don't know has a chance to be a first-round pick. But he could make good. the same argument, though, for Bryce Young. That's what I mean. I mean he's been, throw, he's been throwing to NFL dudes with an NFL line. Right. I mean, all five right. of the guys that start, you know. It just uh, uh, so it's is, you know much it's easier to be one of those guys than Will Levis or Tanner McKee. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you know, or, or Aiden O'Connell from from Purdue. You know, yeah. these guys were carrying their team, carrying their team. There's nothing else around them. Like I remember evaluating Jay Cutler coming out of Vanderbilt, and he's playing against Bama and Georgia. You yeah. know, on by far the worst team in the conference with a bunch of lawyers blocking for him. Like. <laughs> Super talented, but he's a tough eval, man. I mean, I don't know if it's harder to evaluate that guy or Stroud, who just has it too easy, you know, and Young has some of that for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's going to be interesting to watch to see mm-hmm. which one of those guys in these in this situation, does Levis elevate ahead of those guys? He's going to look better. Right. He's going to look the part. He's going to, you know. And he's not going to be getting killed like he was in Kentucky. Right. He's going to be throwing the NFL, do you know, other good dudes, not like, like he was in Kentucky. Of course, the somebody year. somebody put out a video, like they said, you know, Will Levis had eighteen interceptions or whatever last year. I can't remember who put the video out. Yeah, and then they showed, and these were seven of them, and their balls flip, you know, tipping off of somebody's hands, or they were batted down at the line yeah. of scrimmage because the. You know, the, the, his offensive lineman didn't get their didn't get the guy's hands down. They yeah. weren't his fault. You know, one was a hail mary at the end of a game. That's not his fault. So the Will Levises and Cutlers of the world could easily say, "I know I'm a draftable player. I'm going to go in the first round next year. We're losing by thirty in the fourth quarter to Bama. Why don't I just take myself out of the game or throw the ball away? Right. Or you know, but they're competitors. Then they fight and fight and fight." Of course, you're going to throw interceptions. It's the Kenny Pickett <laughs> argument when he was getting killed early in this, you know, yeah, when he yeah. first started uh, for throwing some interceptions. He's like, I'm trying to win the game. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. we're lo- we're down, you know, two scores late in the game against, you know, or multiple scores. That, you know, yeah, I throw an interception here. I'm trying to make a play because we're in, in desperate times. Right. You know, you're right. Which I just kneel on it, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. But Stroud and Young and. Every Ohio State quarterback ever has never been put in that situation. They haven't had to do that. Yeah. They're yeah. winning by 40, you know, much easier to play. 
yeah. about the, got- of the you know so we we look at that of the of the wide receiver group who can really help themselves this week um i need to pull up that list again just so i don't miss some names um i think it's guys like a uh, jaden reed it's a good one um you know marvin mims these well. guys that go you know for different reasons i mean you know if they go out there and if somebody goes out and runs a sub four four forty, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna yeah, say, wow, more than anything, right? You know, Michael uh, Wilson. If if Michael Wilson goes out, he was looked at a possession guy going into the Senior Bowl. But if he goes out and runs four, you know, sub four five or around oh, yeah. four five, okay, he's got enough speed there, and he he looked good. You know, the tape looks good. He plays special teams. All right. Um, this isn't exactly what you asked, but. I do think mistakes are made this upcoming week overreacting to wide receiver 40 times. Yes. In every year it happens. And twofold in that if Ruggs or Tyreek Hill or whatever breaks the record, don't give them credit twice for being fast. You know, right. you you know they're fast. <laughs> right, right. Like, don't be like, wow. If Jalen, Jalen Hyatt goes out and runs a 4-2, well, you yes. knew he was fast. You knew he was fast. Or Palmer. Exactly. You know, these guys go out and, and just blaze it. You know, I talked to Michael or, or I talked to uh, Josh Palmer at the not Josh Palmer. What's the the uh, Oklahoma receiver? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, I talked to him at the uh, uh, Trey Palmer. I'm sorry. Trey Palmer. Yeah. Too yeah. many names bouncing around. So I talked to Trey Palmer at the senior bowl. I said, what do you expect to run at the combine? And he said, four, two. And I said, well, that would be a record if you ever run 4-2 before. Well, no. I've, you know, I've been in the 4-3s. Well, again, mm-hmm. if he, you know he's fast. <laughs> yeah, you know he's fast. Right, exactly. 4-3, there's no difference between a guy running, really. And when you get down, break it down, there's no difference between a guy running in the 4-3s and a guy running in the 4-2s. He's going to run past 95% of the cornerbacks in the league. Right, right, right. He he checks the speed box. Right. <laughs> right. It's you know, it's the guy that runs a four seven that you gotta be concerned about. Yes. However, a high percentage of the best receivers in the league are four five guys. Yeah, I'd say four five, four five, six, you know, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. I mean, there's a long list of guys that did not run in the four fours that are excellent wide receivers that get open all the time. Antonio Brown was a four five guy. Yeah. Right, Did right, he have right. any trouble running past guys? Don't Not that I ever saw. Yeah, hundred percent. Don't it's all about it. So it's the route running. It's the ability to get off press coverage. Yes, hundred percent. And coming out of your breaks. I mean, rarely running forty yards in a straight line anyway. And I don't have the names in front of me, but I was listening to a podcast recently, and they were talking about three or four true track guys, like the Princeton dude. Yeah. They're gonna, I mean, there's an art to running a 40. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these track athletes that don't have to learn technique, track technique, have such an advantage. I mean, there's a big deal of when do I pick my head up? You know, my first couple steps coming out of the blocks, non wide receiver stuff that if you have an extensive track background, that's a second nature to you. Otherwise, you have to learn it. That's like, teaching a track guy how to run routes. Like I, I don't <laughs> learn that in two months, you know? Uh, so it's a good group of tight ends at this year's combine. Oh, real quick. I wanted to mention, um, oh. what's his face? The, the, T, the big TCU dude. Um, Johnston. Johnston. Like the gauntlet drill is going to be big for him. Everyone yeah. talks about just the, the forties and stuff, but you know, catching the football consistently or, 
this is a big week for Boutte from LSU, you know, who right. was big, you know, a lot of fanfare around him and then didn't have a very good year. Or Smith Najigba, you know, I mean, guys like that. I think it's actually a pretty big week for Jordan Addison, too. Yes, I agree. I agree. People are talking, people don't think he's very fast. You see the c- comparisons to, uh, you know, some of the, the these guys who are a little bit slower mm-hmm. in, in, at the wide receiver position. Well, he's just a slot. Well, if he can go out and, and you know, break four or five, that alleviates some of those issues. Yeah. But his size, I think his 40 time is important. Yeah. Same thing for a guy like Zay Flowers. He better be fast. Or he better, he better, he better. So for, for the smaller guys, you look at more at the three cone. For sure. And the shuttles. Yeah. I want to see how, you know, how, how quickly are they in and out of their breaks and things like that? And how how will they change direction? Even the tall guys, I want to see them drop their hips. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. That tight end position. I love really good group here. Who helps themselves the most this week? Is it, is it Dalton Kincaid? I think Musgrave is going to. Or Musgrave, one of those guys? I think Musgrave is going to run the four fives at like 260 pounds. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be the tight end one. And I think he's going to be my tight end one. Okay. Um, Also heard Washington from Georgia at like 275, 280. Yeah. Should break a four seven. Oh, if he does that, I mean, my goodness. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a truck coming at you, you know? Yeah, but I think this group in general is going to do really well. I heard yeah, Laporte that, test well. Kincaid, as you mentioned, I'm yeah. kind of looking up the schoonmaker in the mid rounds for the Steelers. What does Michael Mayer from uh, Notre Dame have to run to make this? Uh, to people aren't expecting him to do well. I mean, not that he's slow. Let's say, let's say, let's say uh, Musgrave runs a four five five. Ooh, at two sixty or whatever. It, yeah. I don't think he's quite that big. I think he's more 250 range. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he he was one of the fastest guys at the Senior Bowl. He was over 20 miles an hour at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. I think what people are hoping for from Mayer is better than a 4.7. I think it's, he's probably like a 4.7 guy. Yeah. But the thing with tight end is pure speed. I don't know that that's like. Not required. It's not You've got to know how, where to sit down in the zones. Mm-hmm. Things of that. Tra- open. Travis Kelsey was is you know was a four six ish guy mm-hmm. coming yeah. out. He hasn't gotten yeah. faster since he's been in the NFL. No, 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 of course not. He's no, probably but- he's probably more four seven four seven ish guy now. Mm-hmm. No, Mayor's a bully, but nobody catches him. Nobody catches him. Great right. <laughs> right after the catch, vision, all that stuff yeah. too. Now I don't think Mayor has to be fast, but I think a couple tight ends will do freaky stuff where Mayor won't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that running back group. Um, it's a good group, too. Uh, it, it's a good group. I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't gotten too deep into that one yet. Um, I have a little for dynasty reasons. You know, yeah. that there's there's a lot of potential starters in that group. Um, a couple guys to look at are the pit dude. Um, Izzy. Abacanda, yeah. Yeah, he can fly. Um, A-Chain can fly as well. He's a smaller dude. I mean, he is a... Uh, verified track stud, you know, so there's some, some of these running backs will do quite well. I think the guy who has the most to lose this week is Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. He's just going to be listed at five, six. He yeah. better be five, six. Yeah. I'd if like he's, to see runs as well. If he's five, five and change, 
that's troublesome. I five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because he's going to be sitting there next to <laughs> good looking, rocked up yeah. running. And he's going to stand a out. bunch of guys that are well over 200 pounds and he's going to be 30 pounds lighter. So if he, he better run well, he better change directions. Well, which I, I think he will. That probably won't be a problem. Yeah. And the other thing for him is arm length. It's going to be short, right? His catching it's, radius is going to be small. Yeah. His arm length and protection is going to be an issue. Um, another guy I'm real excited about who was very inconsistent this past year, but he's a five-star recruit with a lot of ability is Zach Evans. Yeah. Um, I think he's a really interesting running back in this group. I mentioned Spears. So everyone's going to be looking at Bijan and Gibbs, of course. But there's maybe six or seven starters in this group. Yeah. Yeah, it should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensive line, um, people will put too much emphasis on the bench press and things of that nature. Yeah. I'm not super concerned about that because if I've got short arms – I'm going to bench press, you know, oh, the 225 yeah. pounds more. If my arms are 32 inches long and I'm going up against a guy who's got, I'm, I'm going up against the Ohio state guy. Who's got a 75 inch wingspan. Sure. I don't expect him to do super well. Uh, Dewan Jones will not do well on the bench press. No, no, he might not even choose to do it. You know I mean? Right. The, the, those guys have a long way to push that bar. I mean, the, yeah. If he, he gets guys, if, if Dewan Jones gets 20 reps at 225, I'm good with that. I mean, impressed. Yeah. I mean, the bench press is built for those barrel chested guards that are stumpy arm guys. Yeah. You know I mean? In defensive yeah. tackles. In defensive tackles, right. right. <laughs> no yeah. um, I am really interested in arm length in general, though, from this group. Correct. That's the one thing. So what are the what are the what are your benchmarks for each position? I should know that off the top of my head better than I do. Um Generally, what I do with these things, though, is I take all the tackles together and just see who's at the bottom, who's at the top, yeah. you know, who stands out amongst their peers as the top. I, I think for tackles, you're looking for something 34 inch. Yeah. yeah, 34 is the magic number for tackles. I, for I think guards, that, you want it to be, it better be more than 32. I'd say 32 is kind of borderline. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I mean, same thing with that. centers. You want to see that as well. But, you you know, you, yeah. you're, you're going to have some shorter arm guards who probably – looked at or looked at as centers because they don't have the the arm length yeah exactly exactly it doesn't mean you can't do it i mean joe thomas had short arms but it, it makes it a lot more difficult yeah. i mean I, I always remember talking to uh uh ross tucker when we did a podcast together and he's like matt if i could have changed anything about my playing career that was outside my control i would have added two inches to my arm length. You know, like <laughs> Richard Seymour would grab me and I would be swinging my arms, you know, like <laughs> yeah. my, my technique was perfect, but he punched me before I punched him, you know? So could Skaronsky be one of the big losers? Yeah. Without doubt, you know, cause it's verified. He's right there next to Jones and these dudes that just look different. I'm curious about Tipman too. I haven't done much Tipman homework, but yeah. six, six center. I'm curious what his dimensions are. I think it's a big a big week for Cody Motch as well. Yes, yes. Senior bowl did a lot of good, but he but, looks he looked much smaller than the other guys. I don't know if he can play offensive tackle in the NFL. Right, and I think like he looked of, way smaller than the other tackles there. Yeah, and he looked good at guard, looked good at center, but he's not going to be Larry Allen at guard either. Right. Yeah. You know, what I mean? he's a longer. Right. He's a he's not long, but he's lean. Right. But a lot of these tight ends turn tackles. Everyone just assumes, well, his arms are a little short, bump him to guard. Yeah, but he might not have the butt 
you know, he may not right. have the, you know, the, the, the thickness. Right. Yeah. So uh, on the defensive side of things, um, you know, the defensive like, tackles, you're looking. Uh, it's going to be free ex- central to me with that. Yeah. Game. Yeah. I don't I mean, think anybody's yeah. going to run like the two Georgia guys last year. Nah, probably not. Right. But I mean, you know, what's, what's a guy, you know, some of these guys like Keanu Benton, um, he'll look good. He's going to look good. Uh, yeah. but I think the guy with, with the most to gain and maybe the most to lose is Brian Barisi. Yeah. I'm not sure how much information we'll get from him, but you know, some of the, it takes a little while sometimes for the medical sneak to sneak out, but this is a huge, huge week for his draft stock. Same thing with Ika from Baylor. Yeah. How well does he change? How well does he change directions? I don't yeah. He's not going to, he's going to probably run a five, four mm-hmm. which is fine because he's 340 pounds. Yeah. Can he change direction? I also want to study these guys, 10 yard splits too. I think that's yeah. a big for defensive guys. Or a guy like Kalijah Kansi. I was say, how big's Kansi going to be? And does he run a four, six or four, seven, you know, where everyone else is running five. Oh, yeah. Could be, which he better at 285 or 280, you know, 80 yep. pounds. He better, he better be markedly better, more athletic than the other guys. A, a guy I brought up yesterday and we did a mock is Gervin Dexter from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a big power forward that's 295. He's going to look really good here. And I think he'll be more on the tip of te- people's tongues more going forward. And I think we have to bring up Mazzy Smith from Michigan. Like, yeah. Bruce Feldman puts out this this freak list every year. He's number one. I mean, like the freaky <laughs> Esther in the league. And I didn't know this until yesterday. Mazzy Smith has half a sack for his career. He doesn't even have wow. a sack for his whole career. I think he's a three-year starter. Like, come on, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's troublesome. Oh. Uh, the, the uh, edge guys slash defensive ends. This is going to be a freak show. It's going to be the biggest freak show I think we've ever seen because yeah. there's so many long guys. Like I'm sure they're right. all well, but these guys have like condor wingspans, twenty inch, twenty eight inch waists. You know, crazy wide shoulders. Like there's going to be running those those guys running around in spandex is going to be like what is going on here? Yeah. Uh, you know, guys like, you know, can a guy like Keon White or, or a guy, you know, the, um, yeah. you know, how fast are these guys? Trenton Simpson talked about talking about him maybe breaking the record uh, in the 40 yeah. for the, for the uh, linebackers. You know, how fast yeah. is Drew Sanders? Uh, you know, the guys like that, that um, I don't know. I heard McDonald's going to put on a show. Yeah. An edge guy. I mean, but there's a ton of them that are just unbelievable testers. And I think that's one of the highlights of the whole week is, you know, seeing what these guys do in action. Yeah. Um, I think and, and that, go ahead. That's why, you know, when we talked about Jack Campbell, when we did the show the other day, can he measure up to those guys athletically because the football production was there. Yeah. But that he may not have the fi- his finest week. Yeah. So does he then get pushed down to the third round instead of the second round, which is probably where he belongs. Could be. Um, I'm curious what Nolan Smith looks like. I hope he doesn't look like a little person compared to these freaks. Yeah. You know, that would hurt him. There's a couple of those guys that are eh, a little small. And some of these inside linebackers, they better, you know, like a Henry Tutu or, or mm-hmm. uh, Sewell, you know, they better run well. reasonably well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, right. better be, they better be better than 4'9". Um, yeah. 
Um, there's a lot of buzz about Diane Henley. You know, can is he athletic as people think? Is an off the ball guy. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Pace from from Cincinnati should do well. I'm 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 real interested in linebacker shuttles too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the cornerbacks. This is going to be a kind of a freak show with those guys too, because there's so many with so many big guys. Yeah, yeah. There's an inordinate amount of length and six footers at the corner position. Six and foot and better. I mean, better. A couple of them are six two, six three. You know, right. So to me, the guy I think who has the most to gain or lose is Hodges Tomlinson. Yeah, you just don't want to look little next to your peers. And if you are little, you better be really quick and fast. Yes. And he has some of that, and he plays hard and, you know, all those things. But, but he may be a value. You may get him in the fifth round or each in the third. But the, I think they listed him at 5'9". He better he be 5'9". Better, yeah. He, <laughs> he better be big enough to ride the ride. And since this is our last show before the combine, I assume, Steeler fans, if any of you are in love with Christian Gonzalez, I'm here to break your heart that there he is going to light it up. I, I heard some things yesterday. Either his mom or his dad is a track star, and I think his brother is. And he's one of these guys that have been running track his whole life. Like he'll be so smooth coming out of the blocks. Yeah. I mean, and he's gonna be 205 pounds. You know, like yeah, it's six two. Yeah, don't buy yeah. any Stiller Gonzalez jerseys quite yet, folks. Another guy with a lot to lose at that position is Garrett Williams from Syracuse. Like yeah. where is where is he in the in his recovery process? Because he was there was some first round ish buzz around him, yeah, during the season, yeah. and then he tore that ACL in November. I think it was November. Um, you know, where is he in his recovery? It's almost a, a George Pickens like thing. I don't expect he's not going to go there and run or anything like that. But, but always, always how does that knee test out? Yeah, and there's going to be so many looking good, and you just don't have a chance to even showcase it. Right? Then, you know, it's real easy to get passed by. Yeah. How um, about Riley Moss, Matt? Name I was just about to mention. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's going to light it up. He's going to run four, three something. And he's yeah. big. Yeah. And, you know, for a guy, so for a guy like a Kaylee Ringo, who all mentioned. season long was, well, this is, this is the guy. He, he may end up getting pushed down the round two if some of these guys run as well as you're expected. Yeah. I was actually thinking the other angle with him, though, is he, what might, if he runs well. He might be 215 where everybody else is six foot 200 yeah. inch taller and running the same. And but he like, also might be a safety. Might also be a safety. Yeah. The, the guy I want to mention too was Darius Rush, the other corner at South Carolina. Yeah. Built a lot of momentum at the, the senior bowl. Can he athletically keep up with these guys? Right, right. And then the safety position, kind of the same thing as the cornerbacks. You want to see yeah. him run well. They're not going to be as fast. But there'll be some guys there that uh, that do run well. I expect the Penn State guys over the last few years have really performed well athletically. Yeah. Yep. So I expect like Jair Brown to go out and tear it up. Um, I would think so. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of like the Ringo conversation. Antonio Johnson hasn't popped up in many first-round mocks lately. Yeah. But he's going to really look pretty there. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's kind of a freak show. He's right. So JL Skinner six four mm -hmm. from Boise State. Well, Brown's six five, or I'm, I'm sorry, or six uh, three. I'm sorry, uh, Johnson six three. Yeah, he's rocked he's up thicker. Yeah, that's the thing that stuck struck me about Skinner. I'm like Skinner looks like he should be a shooting guard. 
Yes. Right, right, right. Like he's gonna get pushed around and broken yeah. in half. But you whereas Johnson's him. Johnson's a box. He's a you know a box safety with some you know if he has some speed to him and and can cover you know, okay holds his weight really well yeah so does yeah. Sidney Brown it was, you know the two uh, he was at the Senior Bowl the uh, the twins Sidney right. Brown's a looking safety too from Before Illinois State. yeah yeah Illinois yeah yeah I, I like him too so some some interesting names there we we just went through a bunch of them um, just so people know the record in forty time at the combine. Is held by John Ross at four two two, and he was, of course, overdrafted because of that. Yeah, I mean, that was set in twenty seventeen. In fact, if you go down the list of guys who have run the best forties at the combine, most great. of them didn't hit. No, no John no, Ross, Kalen Barnes. Now Chris Johnson did. Johnson was a good player. Yeah, Tariq Woolen last year. Well, it's early, but okay. The first year was pretty good. Dree Archer. Yeah. Jerome Mathis, Henry Ruggs, Marquise Goodwin, Stanford Route, Tyrone Calico, Tyquan Thornton in 2022, Jalen Myrick in 2017, J.J. Nelson in 2015, Jacoby Ford in 2010, Fabian Washington in 2005, uh, Javelin Guidry in 2020, Zedrick Woods. Those guys all broke 4-3. Wow. A lot of no names in there. A lot of guys that didn't amount to much in the NFL. No. Yeah, I mean, if one of these corners you never heard of runs a four-two, don't be don't be texting us or you know. <laughs> us to, Need to draft that guy. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you just, work out. Just not the way that it uh, usually works out. Um, just because Draft you're fat. Different sports. They most definitely are. Yeah. yeah so don't just look at it that way and say, "Well, you got to draft the the best track guy out there." That, that's not right. what this is about. Yeah. Um, I agree. But that's going to do it for our show today, Matt. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be back next week talking uh, from the Combine. Uh, did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, shows such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, The Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts Uh, So for my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.